Right, lads. Another game week gone by, but this is a mid. The first. This is the first midweek game of the season, right? First game week within the week. Um, so yeah, let's start off with with our reviews. So I think actually all round we all had pretty good weeks, right? We all got green arrows. I've yeah. gone from two fifty to one sixty k, fifty six points. Uh, yeah, how about how about you boys? Yeah, um, I mean I got fifty two. I think no no hits or anything, so it was fine. Uh, Sethi just disappointed at the end. It could have been a good week. Um, Trippy and Pope started, had us good, like Mitrovic and Kane, which is good. And Dreas even got five points, but uh, Sethi just left out, really. Uh, or my captain, and then Kinsella and De Bruyne on, and then Haaland captain. So uh, I, I honestly don't mind. This week was fine. Like we just had a little bit of a rank rise. Um, other people did worse, I guess, because we had some players like Kane and Mitrovic. Uh, Anderson, Trippier, Pope was pretty useful, but just nothing special. Mm. Um, but ready for next week. So I think next week's going to be a big, big point rise if you can get it right. Yeah. Yeah. And then for myself, I had an exceptionally great week. Uh, 72 points brought in Mount. If you guys uh, were listening, just ahead was of the, the game personal the target. Uh, very ahead of the yeah, game. I, I was I was I was on that train and I'm very pleased with myself with that shout. Um, I jumped a full 1.1 million in the overall ranking from 2.2 mil to 1.1, which is exactly what I needed to happen, as we stated at the end of the pod last week. Hmm. Um, I haven't been able to break the two green arrow in a row streak yet this season. I've gone two green arrows and three red arrows, wow. two green arrows and one red arrow, and now two green arrows again. So uh, it's just this slump that I'm getting in. It's like I do really well and then I do really poor. So really like just want to target this week especially casual players that aren't paying attention uh and then others that are kind of in a pickle with either madison who's been suspended or they have too many uh what's it arsenal and city players in their team so i'm just trying to maximize my my point gain again as i did this previous week um yeah i'm just looking to move forward mm, yeah exactly exactly we're saying like you just need a good variant swing on your side and then that's sort of a game changer uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think, yeah, Thomas, you're right. You, the one thing you said there was exactly right, where I think this week, more than any, will be a huge, huge, uh, I think it'll be big green arrows or big red arrows based purely on the fact that, you know, no City, no Arsenal. So you're relying purely on your differentials for your points this week. Mm -hmm. um, so it could be some big, big swings. I think I sent, I sent that, that Twitter post to you guys, I can't remember who it was from, but about like the average in the top 100K or something is five five or something Liverpool and Arsenal players, so three and two-ish, yeah. um, is pretty crazy. So it gives a lot of us a chance to take the game a bit more seriously to, to gain rank of people who probably will have, you know, six, seven players playing. No, exactly. got Madison is well out. Um, well, I mean, I mean five, like five City and Arsenal, <clears throat> that means three on the bench and two transfers. So they'd still have a full 11. Um but then I guess that doesn't include injured and uh, non-playing and suspended players like guys. Also, like even, so. also, even like most most people in this game probably don't have a full bench that actually plays. Um, most people have four O players everywhere. I know one of my friends, Cades has who's been on this pod before. He has like two or three guys on the bench, and most of them play like thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think like, a lot 
Nico Williams owners have gotten very, very lucky with uh, Aurea's injury because uh, I think they were looking a little bit troubled. And Emerson as well. Emerson, another 4.0 who could could be in for a shout, I guess. You never know, midweek game could come in. Um, I'm quite yeah. worried about the rotation this week because I only have 11 players and I'm not going to go for that for that 12th. Um, you, do you have any guys in your 11 who you're worried about starting? Honestly, I brought him in already, but Robertson's what I'm most worried about. My team's pretty solid in the fact that I think everyone is like a guaranteed starter. Um, the only one maybe is Castagna, uh, Robertson, maybe Almiron is one, but Almiron's been great lately and I just don't think he's going to get dropped. Uh, but the rest are like Zaha, Mitrovic, Kane, Salah, Trippier, Pope, Anderson, they're all signing. Andreas, yeah. but they're yeah. all signing. No, I definitely, um, I definitely can't see uh, Almiron getting rested just because St. Maxman's still injured. So it'll, yeah. be, uh, it'll be the other side of Jacob Murphy. Uh, I definitely need minutes secured this week, but uh, we'll see. At least, hopefully, if someone Actually, does... One, come okay, on. so i got a little bit of a question for you, right? I've seen on some predicted yeah. lineups that Chelsea are looking... To, not looking, sorry. That, uh, just on the predicted lineups that Sterling is, is out of quite a lot of them. Uh, I mean, it's possible. I, I kind of stated during the weekend that, like, uh, in the group chat, that Potter's kind of using these easier fixtures, in air quotes, um, to mess around with the team and kind of see where players fit best. Like, you've seen, uh, like, for example, Koulibaly came in late in the second half um, mm -hmm. against Villa this weekend. Like, he's kind of, like, messing around with the team and using players in different positions. Like, he had Cucurello playing left center back in the back three when he easily could have just played Koulibaly. Um, and then the week before, he didn't even play. So it's just, he's just moving players around. I think he's still figuring out his ideal, like, best team to put uh, to put forward. Because, like, he's rotated Havertz, Aubameyang, Sterling, uh, not so, a little bit of the midfield. Like, he, we've seen Gallagher and lots of cheek feature. It's still, like, no one's exactly nailed. Um, and so I definitely think, like, the risk is there with Sterling. Um, he's but he was super unfortunate to not score against Villa as well. Hit the bar, great, great, great shot from him, just like a few inches off from being a great goal. But yeah, um, I could definitely see him being dropped just because we're playing Brentford, another lesser side in air quotes. So I mean, yeah, it's it's entirely pop like it, it wouldn't surprise me if it's like Mount Pulisic and Broha like in a front yeah. three, like yeah, yeah, or yeah. Havertz and stuff like that. Like he's still he's still working things out. Yeah, yeah, so, for sure. For yeah. sure. Exactly. So that I think that comes into my thinking for sure when wanting to bring in Salah just because, you know, Salah is the captain choice that I like looking at my team, I genuinely like really, really struggling of a Trippier, Trippier Everton at home. Look at a second shell. Not not the worst, not the worst. But yeah, obviously Salah is just the standout, standout player. But obviously that comes down to where he's gonna be playing. Um, but yeah. Wait, are you, you saying you might have captain Trippier? I'm saying he's potentially the second best shout. Uh, yeah, I don't mind. Yeah, I, I really do like that. Uh, That's, yeah, potentially the second best shout. I think Trossard is definitely worth. I I was really I was really into Trossard. I brought Trossard in two game weeks ago with the intention of captaining this week, but he's just really really unimpressed, and Brighton in general have unimpressed. And I think when you want to go for a differential captain, you can't just throw it on a guy and hope for the best. It's got to be someone who's just really, really deserving if it's not a premium player, you know. Like premium players, Salah, 
De Bruyne, Haaland, whatever. They could be, they could not score for two weeks and you still trust them because they're fantastic players. You can't trust Arda as a form player. You've just got to, you got to hit him at the, at the time. Yeah, I can agree with that. I think this, yeah, this week got a lot harder for you, Tom, because of Madison. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Madison getting suspended in the 95th minute really, really messes up my game week. Like, my team was looking fantastic. No, honestly, I could roll. I could have rolled. I had 11 great players starting. And then now um, now it causes issue because if you want to bring someone in, it's going to be... the. I think the only guy really worth bringing in on like a single game week basis is Trossard, who I have in midfield. And then because Salah is too expensive to do on it as a straight swap. So I then have to do a minus four to bring in Salah, which I don't really like the other guys to bring in. I don't know if they can justify that minus four price. Yeah, wait, so would it be Madison Sterling going for you? So Sterling, if I, if I, if I bring in Salah, it'll be Sterling going out and Madison. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, it's, you're, you're that's unfortunate. Top, but, uh, yeah. is, who, who can you play at the A mil rank? Like, who else can you get if you upgrade Salah? Oh no, you wouldn't so, do that. You'd have to go like five mil, no? It's not, I, I, I do have money in the bank, so I can go at 8 mil, but I just don't even like the options at 8 mil. Like, I could go for Mount, like, but I think I've kind of missed the boat with Mount. I think the time to do that was last week. Because people are talking about Chelsea's fixtures, like, going forward. I, I, I just don't think they're good. Like, United at home, Brighton away, Arsenal at home, Newcastle away. Like, I just don't think any of those are guarantees in terms of... Uh, yeah, yeah I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't bring any... Chelsea midfielders in at the moment I think yeah. if you do like now it's kind of just like you're you're targeting them against yeah. Brentford and you really I mean, think that they're just like going to nail like four. away then it's not an easy it's five it's still, yeah it's not it's not a guaranteed fixture and then yeah. it's an easy game and uh yeah so I think that just honestly makes my decision like really really difficult in terms of bringing in a one-off player because I'm bringing that player for a one-off and then I have to kind of hope that they're useful going forward because they might block us a, a spot for Saka, Foden, Martinelli, who I want to bring in these guys going forward. So it's really hard to kind of justify a minus four and then probably another minus four next week or the week after. So it would be quite a, it's a, but then I'm missing out on so much because I want to bring in Salah to captain him. So I'm always, it's almost not even a minus four, it's a minus eight because he's costing me a minus four the week after. So it's a really, it's actually a really difficult decision to, to justify. Yeah, is it, is no. it possible you just hold out and you just do Madison to someone? Possible. I mean, again, possible, possible, but um, it, it it gives me a captaincy dilemma. That's the thing. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. if you know, I I'd said Trippier, whatever. If Everton score in the first twenty minutes, and I'm literally sitting there hating my life because. When, yeah. they, when do they play? So they actually play at the same time, so it's not that bad. Because if, if if Newcastle played like the day before and he got like a two-pointer, I'd literally just be like dreading that for, for a whole day. Yeah, you can also get Zaha too. Zaha, Zaha possible. Mitrovic possible. Um, yeah. I wouldn't do Mitrovic just because he's injured, but like, he's like, he's, he's still, still but, the top of the, going through an injury. He's taking painkillers to play, so... I, I've I've this one thing about about Robertson that you mentioned, Thomas. How you're kind of worried about him, even though you've already brought him in. Would you go for uh, like a Van Dyke uh, yeah, in that defensive spot? I would. Because 
he's they're they're pretty much guaranteed to get the clean sheet this weekend. You 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 give it up to them, even though they've been conceding goals and scoring them. I, mean, I, would, I but, don't uh, agree with that. To be honest, I don't agree with that. What yeah, go going to the clean sheet or no? I don't think they're, they're guaranteed clean sheets at, at, okay. against West Ham for sure. Like, I mean, other games like, like uh, sorry, like Nottingham Forest. Um, who else do they play? Um, I mean, they have relatives. Like, going yeah, forward. Forest, sure. Leeds, Spurs, Southampton, Villa, Leicester. Yeah, so, like, yeah. They have decent going fixtures. Forward, going forward, they do. But I don't think this weekend is, is any means a guaranteed clean sheet. Yeah, because I'm wondering what to do specifically because of that. Like, I, I don't know. It's it's a little difficult. Like, I don't have the funds to bring in, like, a Gahey or an Anderson right now. I'm actually point one off, which is, like, really frustrating because um, I made cash with Mount, uh, especially just him going up in value and uh, and Madison dropping. But I just don't even have enough. Like, I would have to drop Cancelo to switch, and I don't really want to do that going forward because I just think he's just so good as an option yeah. after this week. I'm very worried about not having Kinsella, but he yeah. might. I think he'll come in after two weeks. I'm okay with it against Brighton. I think Brighton will be able to score against City, mm. um, but Kinsella could easily get uh, easily get attacking returns. So um, it's that's definitely a tough one, but it's what I had to do. And I, I think Robbo over his fixtures will be close to Kinsella. But is it is it a money thing between Robbo and Trent for why yeah. you want Robbo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. not um, a you don't think you're not concerned Shimikas comes in because it's you know three games on the bounce and then plus Champions League as well going forward. Yeah, so. that's why exactly what I'm saying. I, I honestly think he might get benched, but it's whatever, like it's, it's the best one I can get. And it also um it, if I went Van Dyke, I just don't think it would offer a ton. It's just not exciting. I just don't enjoy Van Dyke. And Robbo said in his interview, I, I looked up stuff, it was like he's like, Yeah, I feel really good, like really hoping it doesn't come back or like whatever. <laughs> I'm feeling um, the fittest and, I have in years. No, it wasn't. It was like, he was like saying like five weeks out feels like four months from there. And he's like, I'm really ready to be back. He's like, I feel great. He, so, I mean, it, it feels great. He's played two 90s in a row, one Champions League and one against City and they've done well. So like, I I think Klopp might just keep it going, especially if TA doesn't come back this week. Because people are saying he's come back as people. I haven't really seen anything saying he's fit. So yeah, he, like, played. he played against City. Oh, did he? Yeah, he came oh. off the bench. Yeah. Oh, geez, I didn't even see that. Um, yeah, so I think both of them are both of them are good to get, but I think TA is probably more likely to start. Um, yeah. If I if I was to say something, but I'm spinning the wheel and hoping this one gets good because there's really no other options at that price, and I don't want to like leave three points something in the bank when Robbers an opportunity right there for the next few games with good pictures. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, yeah, it definitely has such a huge upside. I mean, definitely with the fixtures as well going forward, like. Even if he does, even if it goes wrong this weekend, he should make it up going forward. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, a shout out, me and Poe, huge shout out to Ivan Tony. What oh. man! I was gonna, oh I was God. gonna tell him last weekend for Callum Wilson, but I couldn't in the end because I had an injury come up, so I didn't want to justify that minus four. And since he scored three goals in those two games. And he's got Villa, Wolves, and Forest coming up. So as much, even though it was in my plan to sell him for Darwin this week, I seriously, I seriously just cannot justify selling, selling the man. He's on just the form of his life. Brentford <laughs> win penalties. Like it's he scored three this season, two or three, mm. and yeah, he's just fantastic. What a player! What a man! 
Yeah, no, he's like, he's like, such a beauty for keeping him. I'm, I'm it annoys me Tony because I, I like him a lot. I hate Brentford. I don't think they play very creative football. That allows a ton for him. It's just that he's literally the main man. Like there is nothing else that doesn't go through him because he has to do it and he can do it all. So yeah, I think that's definitely. But I think that's one thing this season that I think I've switched most about my game style is just picking like the 90 minute talisman sort of players. Like instead of being a bit more sort of like you know, creative with like, there's someone like an Eze or whatever, just to, just because I think it's more exciting. But I think this season, you just got to go with your 90 minute boys, like Ivan Tony, you know, Jared Bowen, Mo Salah, Mitrovic, like these penalty, all of them penalty, penalty takers, you know, all of them play 90 minutes. I think that's just on, I think that's just genuinely how, how to, how is, you know, how I've done a bit better this season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh what I want to ask you, well, Pierce, actually, I want to ask what your transfers are likely going to be because I think Tom's talked a lot about his. But... It's 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 really tough because I basically have to do a minus eight unless I play Kufal, who's still 50-50, and he's playing Liverpool. Mm-hmm. So it's I've, – I've done KDB to Salah. That's just like – everyone's got him. I hated him so much this season, but – He's kind of just like a, the necessary option to have. Uh, I don't really see another premium option or like, a, I wouldn't really change KDB for Trossard. I just don't like that. Um, I just think going with Salah is like kind of like, I know it's basic, but at the same time, like he looked very good against City. And I think that they've kind of got some fuel in them now to go and get a couple of goals against West Ham, even though he might be sitting in that 4-4-2 on the right mid side, not really being as involved as he once was. Uh, but it, it could be interesting. I, I just don't know how they're going to line up that front line with, like, who's it, Jota and Diaz out. And it's going to be, like, Firmino, potentially Darwin, potentially Carvalho and Salah. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I think Salah's the most nailed to get an, attack, an attacking return in that team against West Ham, who've been decent so far this season. Um, the only issue is, is that I want to bring in uh, either a Liverpool defender or I bring in like a Crystal Palace defender in Anderson or Gahey. I think either of them are extremely good value. And especially considering considering like they have okay fixtures going forward with Wolves, Everton, Southampton as their next three. Um, he could bring in attacking return, or not even attacking returns, just like basic clean sheets that uh, you'd hope for, especially against a really lackluster Wolves side and then Everton next, which would hopefully gain another clean sheet. So yeah, it's just... I either do the four and pray Kufal plays and West Ham play out of their minds and he gets an assist and Salah bangs a goal. Um, but that's just like, it's like just a hope and a prayer right there. I just don't know what to do if I go for the eight or with the four. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think taking uh, taking hits is fine this week, but I, I'm, I hate negativity. I, mean, I just feel like terrible about them. And I just don't think this week is also the week where you need to like attack fixtures per se but it's just it's a good week to have 11 but it's not necessarily a good week to like go all out and getting certain assets i think next week uh, is like huge with city arsenal uh even liverpool like that's why getting the liverpool guys now and the city arsenal stuff next week is kind of a play yeah yeah for sure like i think that's that's ultimately like what my issue is is i don't even necessarily like need i don't feel the need that i have to bring in the liverpool players because i think they're going to score well I think it's more so just because there's such a lack of a second captaincy option, as, as I've said. I think that's just I like that's just where my my problem comes down to. Yeah, uh, I think a very rogue shout as well is 
you know, I wouldn't if I had him, maybe. I I definitely I definitely captain him if I had him, but Son could be do very well against United, I think. Um yeah. just he'll be the more dangerous person in that game. He's really dangerous on the weekend as well. Kane still managed to come away with points because of the penalty. Yeah. Um sure. Uh, I think he could definitely be a captain if someone he doesn't sell her. But I don't really know why you'd have Son at this point. Um but yeah, I mean other than that, I think we should you guys want to talk about weeks after, I guess, because it's doing your transfers now is going to be very important in who you can afford for, you know, not three or four transfers, but take only one or two. Yeah, so I think I think it, everyone kind of has the same plan post this game week, which is basically just hop as many Arsenal and Man City guys in your team as you can do. So that's Foden, Martinelli, Saka, uh, Jesus, Saliba, um, Cancelo, and then I think that's basically I've just listed everyone's transfers for the next sort of three weeks after mm-hmm. that, which is really which is the frustrating thing because you know if 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 it wasn't one of them blanking this week, I would have been bringing in one of them for Madison. So it just means yeah, I have to do the minus four and then another another minus four to bring those guys in next week. Yeah, no, that's rough, honestly. Um, I actually have it like perfect right now if I wanted to get the players I want for next week, like exactly enough money. Um, but there's so Do we options. know if Jesus is also an option still? I keep forgetting about it, but he's actually got good numbers. Who? Gabriel Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, um, so I double up with Arsenal depending on which of three you pick is quite yeah. worth it. Yeah, and and like as we say, I think this is this is the year of the forwards. Like, I would love to have another forward slot. To be honest, you know, like I've got Mitro, I've got Tony, I've got Harlan, very happy with all of them. And then you've got the Liverpool guys, you've got Darwin, Firmino, and then Jesus. I mean, Solanke's been good picking up points. Um, you know, Callum Wilson. There's gen- like all of these guys I'd, I'd happily take into my team, to be honest. It's, it's defenders who are the issue. Like looking through Twitter last weekend for when Reese James was injured. And the options that people were throwing around, like Lewis Dunk and um, Mark Gahey, these were the biggest shouts going along Twitter. And it's just a very, very unconvincing sort of move. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I've, got, right. I've got one question about uh, potential defenders just moving forward would be, even though Spurs play Man U this weekend, is Doherty like, nailed on? So I'm going to say no. My My thinking with bringing him in is that this this game, he's 100% starting against United. I have no doubt. I'm not I'm not scared at all that Spence is going to come in. But I'd say the weekend after that, Emerson comes in and maybe, and then Doherty, and, and there will be questions marks around Doherty and Emerson and who plays in the Champions League and who plays in the league. So, I mean, my plan is basically just to get rid of him for Cancelo after this game week. Uh, so just avoid that problem altogether. You know, he could play going forward, but it's just not worth the risk. I can see them switching it up. Yeah. Would you then go for... I mean, I'm just wondering, because this game could vary. I mean, I don't know. Go for, like, a Spurs defender. I know it's a difficult game against United uh, this week, but it could prove uh, somewhat prop- profitable since they've got Newcastle and Bournemouth those next two uh, game weeks after this one. Mm. No, no, for sure. I'm, for trying, sure. I'm just trying to think of, like, because I, I have currently sitting on my bench, I've got uh, Holland, uh, Cancelo, and Saliba. I think, and so 
yeah it could be could be well worth it. i'm just wondering if he's not as nailed like just go for a dire who's pretty much in right exactly exactly and then you but then it comes down to with dire it's like then you've got to guarantee the clean sheets and united away that's not a guarantee newcastle at home yeah. i think maybe some max man's fit for that so they'll have a good front three no guarantees and then bournemouth away honestly bournemouth have been the surprise of the season um you know yeah really no reason that they can't score and then liverpool so yeah it's not not easy not easy tom you know uh you know how I've been talking a lot about Dallow in the past, past couple of weeks. I just really like Dallow. I just think he's yeah. a really good FPL option with like, all the bonus points. He just racks the bonus points. It's yeah, ridiculous. he's a, he's a bonus magnet. Yeah, I missed out on him this week because I was when Anderson said I just wasn't convinced by the fixtures. But um, I was looking through the hair bar and I saw your brother has him. He does. I think he brought him in this week. Did he no. bring him in this week? Oh, no, he's had him. I think he's had him all season. He's had him all season. Uh, I, I think Dallas is a really good option. I think the fixtures are tough right now, so I'm not sure if it's worth it. But um, maybe in 15 or something, but I'm not sure if you're getting defenders in there. But post-World Cup, I'll be definitely looking at him. He's also 4.5 pierce, so you could see yeah. too. I honestly think Tottenham at home is not as bad as people would think as a defensive fixture. Um, I, I think they're good. They're good and they're probably going to score, but I can see it being a 0-0 just like the Newcastle United game was this yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm thinking about. I've also okay, been yeah. wondering about. I know Brighton have been kind of poor uh, under who's it, Deserby. I was wondering if you bring in like a Veltman or someone like that just to target Forest, but it just doesn't seem worth it because the two games after that are City and Chelsea. And it's just not even fun. Exactly, exactly. It kind of just comes down to if if you've got a good uh, team going forward and you can just bench him for those two. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I'd yeah. love to. I'd love to do Thiago Silva honestly, but I've got Tony up front. I need him to score. So it's kind of just like conflict of interest. Yeah, I don't really try to do that. I mean, uh, I, I, I look at my strikers. I look at that fixture. I look at my defenders. You just kind of, kind of just isolate it. Like I've got Gaeta and Aitnuri playing each other, both in defense for me. But it's just like, it just is what it is. If one team gets a clean sheet, that's a result. Yeah, no, I, I know. I'm just trying to see because my bench is great. Like I could actually just take, a, I could do the minus eight and target like a defender with a guaranteed clean sheet and the next week he wouldn't even play because it's all Holland, Cancelo and Saliba that would just come right off the bench. Mm-hmm. It could be that's, that's kind of that's kind of what I'm doing. Yeah. Like I'd be I'd attack that single fixture since my bench is so strong. But it kind yeah, of covers that it covers I, that space which would be nice. Yeah, I, I can definitely see reasons for doing that Pearson, if it seems really that. And also it can restructure your team if you want for the week after to be able to get guys like Sacco or Mount or whoever else in the, in the midfield spots that people are interested or even Foden. Yeah, because I, I would probably, oh, next right. week, I'd, I'd probably transfer out Mount uh, to a Sacco or a Martinelli. Uh, if just whichever one I'm feeling, whichever one is not injured or isn't feeling fatigued or whatever. But uh, yeah, those are kind of the, that's my transfer for next week is just get rid of him. Plays, plays United, then Brighton, then Arsenal, and Newcastle. It's like not really needed. He's he's give he's already done enough for me anyways. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm probably looking at getting Kane out even though he's done so well lately. Um, yeah. I just wanna I wanna go I think I wanna go for someone like Darwin or even Jesus. Um, it also allows me to upgrade him like Almiron or Andreas to a seven point five eight mil option like Saka Zaha or not Zaha Mal. Um, even yeah, I think I can afford Foden too. So. Yeah, for sure. Like I mean. I completely agree. Kane, Kane's really difficult to justify selling, but I just think it comes down to the fact that 
the price difference you get between like a five mil midfielder and like a eight mil midfielder is so much bigger than the 11 midfielder and attack versus an eight mil striker. You can still get, you know, Jesus, Tony, Mitro, Wilson, all of these guys have been doing really well. Whereas midfielders, the five mil bracket is a bit rubbish. And then the eight mil to nine mil is, is a lot more interesting options. Yeah, I'd love to do I'd love to do double Newcastle this week just because I could target Everton and just have like Dan Byrne and Trippier together, but I know I won't do it. <laughs> yeah. I liked my nil nil double defense for Trippier and Pope, but I was surprised they didn't get bonus. I didn't watch the game, but like was that, is, that, is, that is the um that is the dream. United away. You just I don't even think you were expecting anything for, for clean sheet wise. I was honestly expecting saves and an assist, hoping that. Because, yeah. like, you know, with Trippier, like, if he gets an assist, he's probably in bonus too. So, yeah, no, no exactly. I was, so, I had I had Zuma, and on my bench, I had eight Nuri, he got six points, Mitrovic, who already had seven points at this time, and then Trippier was first on my bench. So, I was just like praying that he got something because he would have been taking up that spot where I could have got a return. But he ended up getting the same as him anyway. So, it all worked yeah. out. Yeah, no, I've loved Trippy as an option, really reliable. Um, but yeah, is there much else more to cover? Um, no, I think we, we've got it all there. That was good. Yeah. All right. All right.